Hi guys and welcome to this week's podcast with me Heather Williams. Today's subject is going to be related to bereavement and anxiety. I was pondering whether to do another podcast on this subject to grief and yet somewhere inside this mess of a human being sat moping in her room I have found the strength to give it a go. It has been just over 247 days since my brother took his final breath. The pain lives on in the loved ones and friends left behind. Cancer is such a cruel and senseless way to die. Nothing worse than watching a loved one waste away before your eyes. Powerless to act, it goes against every instance in our existence. You never in a million years expect it to happen to your own family, and yet it does. See Rob's future, aspirations stolen, has had such a massive impact on my own well-being. Grief is unique to all of us. There is no right or wrong way of handling it. I struggle to show my emotions in front of others, believing I need to be strong for my parents. I walk around with a constant lump in my throat with little desire to do much, and somehow I fight on day by day, thinking less of myself and more about the others around me, attempting to make sense of this new norm in our family's dynamics. A revised route of not being able to call Rob or to expect his humorous banter on Facebook, or to wake up in the night and see his green light on his Facebook messenger, or the antidotes, jokes and stories from his working life as a refuse collector. It all seems so bizarre to me, and yet that green light on Facebook meant something, not just to me, but to all his friends, knowing that he was still there to talk to. In the midst of our own misery and sorrow are some of Rob's mates, all with a story to tell. Occasionally, out of the blue, the phone rings and they're phoning to check on us to see how we're all coping. They will tell me some extraordinary moments they've shared with him over the years. It's soothing sometimes to hear that his spirit lives on within them. One of the most painful subjects I've struggled with recently is about my brother's young son, my nephew. Unfortunately, his mum has taken to ghosting me and cutting us out of my nephew's life. There is no logical reason, nor one that I will ever understand. I don't want to speak ill of this woman, but I can't help but feel her own sadness and bitterness and resentment is clouding her judgment. No child should be used as a weapon, At a time like this, we should be united in ensuring his son gets to know his father, family. Sadly, in this world, it all comes down to money when it comes to the option of mediation or court battles. Surely there should be more rights out there for extended families, especially ones where the father or mother has passed away when the child is under 16. To me, it's senseless and a huge injustice not just to a family like mine, mourning a brother, son and uncle, 
but to the child himself. If you look at the massive void Prince William and Harry felt at losing a parent at such a young age, to this day it impacts on their own mental health. That's why it should be actively encouraged reconciliation. Everything should be about the child. The child should come first, first and foremost. the loss and sorrow we feel for losing Rob. It has been such a challenge to deal with our emotions and particularly understand why it still feels so raw in many ways. Next week is meant to be some light at the end of the tunnel. It's his son's sixth birthday, the first birthday without his father, which will be hard enough as it is. However, his mum continues to stop us from having that contact with him. I've sent birthdays presents down to him and even an Easter present a few months ago. All have gone without a single word from her. It's very cruel because he is the only link we have with Rob. My sister and I have so many fond memories of Rob as we were growing up. My biggest fear is he will grow up to believe a much distorted version of my brother filled with bitterness and resentment. In Rob's final days, I promised him I would be there for his son and make sure he knew how much he was loved by his father and how he didn't want to leave this world. He fought on by having some painful treatments to try and prolong his life as long as possible. He did this all for his son to go through all this suffering so that he would eventually see him. I promised him I would be there and that's what I'm determined to do. However, his son's mum continues to obstruct this and is very much like coming against a brick wall. Instead of getting back at Rob, she is now doing it to his living relatives. Shame on you for your deprivation of his son, depriving his son of his heritage and the love of his paternal side. Through bereavement counselling, I have started to feel them sharp emotions which keep me up at night, then moments of silence as realisation hits you once again, then tears you struggle to show during the day flood through. No one there to console you or to hug you as you relive the moment that your brother has passed away and will not be coming back. The only way through it is on your own, is to feel it on your own. If I could sum up how I am feeling, it would be like carrying a rucksack of emotion around for the last few months. The crushing weight causing feelings of sadness and loss. You try to hold it together and sometimes you can't. For me, the nights are hard because that was the time that I cared for Rob, that I listened to his inner thoughts when he used to confide in me how he felt and how he feared what was coming before him. As I sum up the end of this podcast, I would like to thank each and every one of you for listening to my words and I hope you can join me again soon. Thank you.